All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. Once again, the Temporal Eternal Podcast is all about setting eternity in the forefront of our mind, of our priorities in every area of our life, uh, family, uh, relationships, our workplace, uh, serving in the church, all those things like that. And today we have some all-stars as uh, guests with me and my, me and Brennan, uh, which are the Costellos. Uh, this is Corey and Brandy. I actually uh, worked with Brandy on a web- website before, and they have a really dope uh, YouTube channel and a ton of stuff. Uh, That's right. And uh, spoken truth and everything. So, like, I I would just um, we'll make sure to kind of put a link on our, especially on a YouTube description. Of, of their YouTube channel. They're much bigger than ours. Uh, we are uh, one day hashtag goals there, but, uh, but they, uh, but they, they're, they're just amazing. I mean, they really are. So, um, Corey and Brandy, how are you guys today? What an introduction. I, I mean, know. I don't even have to pay you for that. What are you doing? Thank hey. you for the introduction. No, no, no problem. Sponsored it, by. It, yeah. If you yeah. need me to do your your YouTube intro, you know, like like the price is right, come on down. Come on down. From Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I can yeah. do it. I got you. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. That's funny. Thank you so yeah. much. We're so happy to be we here. Yeah. Um, Brennan, it's our first time even knowing you. Just prior, our pre-show, yeah. you know, just talking to yeah. you it has been awesome. Donald, of course, I've been knowing you. You did the website. I mean, he's yeah. the beast at it. I just love, love, love what you do. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I'm so excited to be on here tonight. And I'm yeah. with my man. You know, oh, that makes it gosh. different when I'm yeah. with my man. Can't beat it. Well, Can't beat it. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you guys for inviting us to your your show, your podcast, hints and yeah, man, uh, just kind of you know hit it off, you know, definitely you two through my wife, and uh, yeah, you know, it, it it just really feels like uh, this is about to be a roller coaster ride. It's about to be forget. explosive, so hold yes. on to your seat, <laughs> out there. It will not be the norm. We do not. It know will what's not going to happen. It yeah. will not. They they already got that vibe within sixty seconds. This is the only other vibe that I've had. The only other one we've had like this that I've already feel the energy is we had this guy named Brett Hollis who's a comedian yeah, who, okay. Who, okay. who did a whole story about he worked at like Phenomenal. a mortician's place for a year during 2020. <laughs> it was radical. It was like way different and like this is how. But before yeah. okay, before we get to our topic, so the Spoken Truth talk show, um, yeah. you know, you guys are on YouTube. You guys have like live shows. Uh, just tell, us, yeah. tell the audience a little bit about that. I want them to be able to subscribe. Mm-hmm. And also just learn about your ministry and everything that your heart is for that. So the Spoken Truth Talk Show is literally seriously like a a whole network because we have like eight different type of segments. Um, We have Combos with the Costellos, Date Night, then Combos with the Costellos, Mm. Game Night. So we have a bunch of couples on there. We play a game and we we usually win. I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) But But, and also that's marriage talk, right? We want to dig into marriages. And then we have millennials speak. We have millennials. I mean, they're young, they're Uh exciting, and they are off the chain for Jesus. And then we also have girlfriend talk and friend talk, which is we just talk about anything that's going on in the world. We deal with it. We bring it Mm -hmm. back to the word of God. So it's out there. Mm -hmm. We deal with it. We don't care. We Uh don't. It's no hose bar. Um, So I love those segments. And then we also have insight yeah. now my husband he is like mm. a professor okay 
So we dig into the word of God yeah. for 30 minutes, shut yeah. it down, have you crying and weeping and looking back to God. Okay. And so awesome. that's Amen. the segment. And then we have the state of the church, which we do mm. once a year. We yeah. invite pastors mm. and leaders and prophets and teachers and evangelists and all that yeah. to come on and speak the heart of God. Yeah. And all, I don't yeah. know, is that it? Yeah. Oh, all in the family. I have my crazy family. I'm from St. Louis. So therefore, <laughs> my uh, family, all of me saved. So we yeah. bring them on. Yeah. Uh, to just piggyback on that, man, the whole objective is to have, and this might be the best choice of words, might not be, but like a, as full a service ministry uh, yeah. online as we can. And yeah. so covering all social media platforms, YouTube as well, you know, we're just trying to get God's word out. Yeah. And so my wife and I kind of primarily, you know, uh, the two of us. Uh, on most of the segments and then, you know, us to each other, different segments, uh, you know, apart from each other, we try to just fill in as much as we can mm-hmm. to just push out the word of yeah. God. So, it's all about mm-hmm. Jesus. We yeah. just trying to make his Definitely. name famous, not ours. You know what I'm saying? Amen. No, Amen. for That's sure. Right. And then I would say, I would say, cause I've watched some of your stuff and even peaked at even a little bit more uh, prior to this. And it's, yeah. I really encourage everybody to, to check them out. Um, the spoken Amen. truth Thanks. talk show and just all the different things they have. The cool thing about all their segments are, they have um, really just for any type of person, right, situation, they have uh, sure. focuses, which are really cool. And um, uh, it's also very entertaining, right? It's it's just their, their personalities are shown like it's not some like crazy thing. Like and that's yeah. what I yeah. that's that's and this is not our topic. So let's I'll, I'll be careful here. But like authenticity. Right. Yeah. And just yeah. being yeah, yeah, yeah. real mm. and being honest yeah. Um, yeah. is really where people mm. are are going to come to the gospel yeah. is not like we're, we're done with faking. True. We're done with religion. We're also done with with people trying to trying to act a certain way outside of the church. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. they yeah. they uh, just just like out of them is just authenticity. And that's why, you know, so many people have been touched by it is because it's opened them up yeah. to see, oh, wait, you're imperfect. You're not polished. <laughs> and I can connect with that because I'm not either. Oh, and it yeah. also makes that the gospel is more approachable. It, yes. it shows us that like, oh, wait, like the gospel isn't just for the suit and tie. The gospel is for the everyday man and woman that doesn't yeah. have all their stuff together. That is that is just just want yeah. wants what God really mm. has. So so that's so it's definitely. Donald, a really you ain't preach. We gonna change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't preach. We yeah. come here talking about marriage. We may yeah. have to change the subject right on the fly. Yeah, he did come here <laughs> dropping them off, didn't he? he? Dropped them off the <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> we are, and it was funny because like because. Because they were like, guys, uh, we'll we, see you next week. <laughs> we were talking last night. We were talking last night, and and um, and I was t- we were trying to like talk about topic, and like that style is very much a lot of their style. Like you know, we're gonna hit a few different things, and temporal eternal, we're very much. Like, hey, let's have a topic and we'll kind of stay with that theme. And I totally just like said, forget you guys for a second. And I was like, I'm gonna go way off a on a tangent. But anyways, okay. So, but it's okay. It's okay too. Um, hey, so we flow. We flow. Yeah, we we'll flow. Yeah. So That's today right. we're gonna be talking about uh, marriage, um, and there's a lot of different uh, sides to it. We actually have not had a focused topic on marriage for temporal eternal. I think we're like 35, 36, something like that episodes in. And we actually haven't had one focused fully on marriage. So when I let uh, Corey and Brandy know that they're like, Oh really? And I knew that was kind of one of their 
uh, heart messages, right? That God's given them, um, you know, their life and their experience for. And so we want to we want to talk to them, you know, about that today. About man, what does it mean for that? What what does it mean in twenty twenty two? Right? I mean, I think sure. marriage is different uh, now than maybe twenty years ago, just because of cultural and society differences, uh, societal differences. Mm. The other thing that marriage is different is uh, post pandemic, right? Like the Ooh. pandemic had negatives, yeah. um, but had a few like uh, wide open, you know, wide awake positives, right? for us. Um, and it's kind of maybe changed how we look at family, changed how we look at marriage. So, I mean, I would, I would love to just open, open that up first to you guys is just like, man, what, what is the, what is the kind of your philosophy for your marriage personally and that you, you encourage other people for like of, of what they should be prioritizing of, of what a a healthy, godly marriage really looks like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I was going to say ladies first, but, uh, sure. Um, (laughs) Let's just say that when you preface the question to say, what's our philosophy, uh, definitely what's Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And what we, uh, what we believe is apparently, you know, the things of the Bible. And so with that being said, when the Bible in Ecclesiastes 4 said a three-stranded cord is not easily mm-hmm. broken, then uh, just kind of using that analogy of yeah, yeah. two becoming one with one in the middle, hence one, two, and three, having Christ as the center of our marriage, having Christ as the foundation yeah. of our marriage, having Christ and him being the pursuit of our marriage, then that's the philosophy that I believe biblically, as well as just practically speaking, what's going to make for best results. Um, you know, when you, and I don't want to, you know, string this along any longer than I have to, but, you know, I can't stress enough that, you know, understanding and even more practicing Christ-like biblical Mm -hmm. principles, even in your Mm -hmm. marriage covenant, that's always going to lead you to success. It's going to lead you to prosperity. It's going to lead you, you know, to any kind of breakthrough that God promises, even relative to Mm -hmm. his word. So having God as the center, having Jesus as the focus, having the biblical foundation, Mm -hmm. you can never, ever, ever go wrong as our, uh, uh, I want to say responsibility. Yeah, it's our responsibility to keep, but as our philosophy is really what I was trying to say. And if I was okay. to, he already brought it spiritually. He was going to hit the scripture. <laughs> and just, okay. Right on. I was to say in the natural, how to keep that marriage healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I would say, don't ever stop growing your marriage. Don't ever stop thinking yeah. that you're complacent and oh, I've been married for 18, 20 years. I'm good now. The most, the most, I, I, mm, I was just I like talking that. to somebody on this. It's really good. Many people that's getting divorced right now, yeah. they've been married 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened yeah. in between you first getting married, then you go these many years to 30? Right. Why? It's because you get lazy in marriage. You yeah. got to keep that marriage mm-hmm. fresh. Mm-hmm. My husband still got to tell me how good I look and I still got to tell him how fine he is. Okay. Girl, say that I one more time. We still have to love on my <laughs> husband. <laughs> we still have okay. to date. You know what I'm saying? I still yeah. have to do his hair like this and massage him and I still got to look good. Mm. The dangers of women, and I got to speak for women because I'm a woman, the dangers of a woman to feel like you don't never have to look good. Right. Because I don't care if you have 80 kids. okay? Mm -hmm. if you have to wear that same (laughs) nice dress that your husband keep complimenting you on, you better wear it. Make sure it's clean because you still need to beautify yourself. Look good. And not only just for your husband, for you, you know, and then the husband. Don't ever stop telling your wife how good she looks. Don't ever stop complimenting her. Don't ever stop being spontaneous and saying, let me go. Let's 
Let's go on a date. Leave these kids in the house. Okay. Right, right. I mean, you have to, you have to get outside of your comfort zone and grow your marriage and ask them, what can I do to make this marriage better and be ready? Clutch mm -hmm. your pearls to hear what they have to say, yeah. because I have told my, my husband that mm -hmm. like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? How can I, you know, please you? Is yeah. it something? And he Definitely. will tell me because yeah. I left that door open, right. you know, yeah. and I have to be ready yeah. for him to say what he said. Right. And so I believe in dating still, mm -hmm. loving on your spouse, mm -hmm. you know, being mm -hmm. spontaneous, yeah. looking cute. Don't yeah. let go of yourself. Don't gain 300 pounds and blame the world. Blame you. Put yes. the plate away. Yes. You know, start mm -hmm. thinking about yeah. getting yourself together. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And then working on your marriage. Uh, I want to yeah. throw in one look. I want to kick your, the ball. You put the, you yeah, put let me have up. one of those. Just one more uh, second and one shot. One point. <laughs> when when you talk about now, you know the whole, you know the biblical and the practical from a female perspective piece of it. You know, it's also important from a male perspective and a husband perspective, all the same, to be ready and be willing to serve mm. as well as to sacrifice. Mm. Now, here's what I learned. And this is how I learned it. You know, in Ephesians, when you say that Christ loved the church and he gave himself for it uh, so much that he he died for the church It's well, when you think about Christ dying for the church, and when you think about, you know, uh, what that might mean in a practical sense, mm. that's yeah. laying down yourself, not mm. to be dead and to be, you know, physically, bodily, you know, not able and, you know, just out of the picture. No, what that means is mm. always ready and always positioned to be able to give, mm. to be able to yeah. serve, sacrifice. even through the point of mm. sacrificing. Mm. And so with that being said, that's what's going to, that's, that's kind of like the hidden uh that's the hidden acts of service love language mm -hmm. that's kind of like already put in place when a man mm -hmm. he gets ready to serve his wife so mm -hmm. but that's all i want to say about that I like yeah I, yeah and i love i love what you guys said too the two it. things that i pulled out one brandy you said grow and i think sometimes mm -hmm. we lose that expectation that one you as an individual, whether you're, if you're a husband or wife, you're growing as a person individually, one way or the other, right? We, yep. we can have good growth, we can have bad growth all across the board, right. but whatever it is, you're going to change, you're going to grow as a person and never forget or neglect that that marriage has to to grow as well. And so I think sometimes we can get stuck in the, the fact that, hey, uh, even, yeah. even, you know, I know I'm, I'm speaking as a younger person in marriage, you know, I'm coming up on three years here, <laughs> but even good. three years ago, I'm not the same person that I was three years ago, neither That's is my right. wife. And so That's for right. us as individuals, we have to reflect and realize that in Christ, but also with one another, that in our marriage, like we have to foster that growth together and we cannot neglect that. Uh, and that goes back to uh, that, that word, you know, unbroken in that three strand, like you have to mm. keep the Lord in that to realize yeah. how he's growing us together. So yeah, I That's thought that true. was super key. Mm. So on point. So thank you guys for sharing your heart on that. That's good, Brennan. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, I sir. think um, even what you guys were mentioning too, where you're seeing people who were married 20, oh, 25, yeah. 30, 35, <laughs> 40 years, yeah. And you're seeing more and more divorces, and you know, you, you know, obviously that that divorce number, you know, we keep hearing is always around that fifty percent. Uh, that's mm. the number I, I typically hear. But the yeah. the thing that you guys said that I think is spot on, and and that divorce didn't come out of nowhere. True. That is that's more than likely. That's more than likely years of sowing oh, seeds, yeah. and really a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times. Um, 
they, you know, you were just roommates and you were more just oh. married because, because of your kids <laughs> and your kids get out of the house. And now you're going like, oh, wait a second. Like we never, we never poured into this relationship or, or you retired. Yeah. Right. So now you're yeah. out of your career and you yeah. realize yeah. like, you know, and so like for me and, and here's, here's something that's a, a personal goal. So I have this like wild audacious goal i'm 33 right now and so right by on. the time i'm 45 i want to be able to retire financially like get into real estate investing and some different things like sure. that so that's what i'm trying sure. to believe for right so right. that's that's like a 10 or 12 year plan that's what i'm hoping for so that right um i could have uh, more time to invest mm -hmm. in my family but also more time to uh, serve in ministry um, yeah, and, sure. uh, that sort of thing. That's the idea. We'll see, you know, it, you know, we'll mm -hmm. see what God has. That right, being said, yeah. something that I realize is my oldest, his name, you know, his name's Donnie. He's Donnie the fourth sure. and he's five. And so nice. that goal is a 10 or 12 year goal. And so mm -hmm. I have to be careful, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I, if I'm like, just going after this because I want better for my kids and I'm going to set right. up my family in the next 10 or 12 years. Well, in 10 or 12 years, he's gone. That's 15, True. 17 years old. And so I have to be able to straddle both right. these things that God's put in my heart and this vision as well yeah. as what he's called me to steward, which is my children right. and my family. Right. And what happens yeah. with us is a lot of times we're so extreme one way or the other and we completely mm -hmm. abandon X, Y, and Z for yeah. something that might not be totally bad, but God's like, Hey, sorry, I need you to multitask a little bit. All right. Like I need there you, go. you, there you go. to be able to steward what I've called you to steward in all yeah. areas of your life. And so yeah. that's a lot mm -hmm. of times, you know, where this occurs yeah. is because people mm -hmm. put something on the back burner. One of the number right. one things right. I learned right. right in like the kind of near the end of me stepping out of vocational ministry was yeah. I was working, I was working a part-time job. I was working at the church and I was exhausted at night. And I remember like, just mm -hmm. like, man, I, I was just spent. And we just had one, we just had Donnie when he was a baby. It was me and my wife and my son. And it was like, uh, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't a great participator as a father or as a mm -hmm. husband. Mm -hmm. And I justified it because of the work I was doing. And I, I felt entitled to not participate until I realized, because I had this mentality when it comes to work, to leave it all on the field. I'm a big football fan. Leave it out all on the field. Yeah. And then yeah. I finally realized one day it clicked. I'm, it was probably most likely the Holy Spirit as I realized that mm -hmm. when I go home after work, that's just halftime, baby. And so what I was doing was I was, uh, I was letting everything happen and then I would have nothing left for my family, but I had to realize like, no, that's, that's halftime. There's a whole right, nother right, half to be played, which is right. what, which is my time with my family. And so I, I think, I think it's that intentionality. I think it's that awareness that we have to be like, wait a second, where are these things at? And sometimes, yes. especially yes. as men, we're idiots yeah. sometimes. Like we don't, we don't, we don't have, we honestly, if we don't have checks and balances with other yeah. men in our life to ask us questions with, Hey, right. let me ask these questions in prayer with what, what, what Brandy yeah. and Corey are talking about with, uh, conversations like yeah. we'll miss it. We'll be oblivious to it and we'll think, Hey, everything's totally good. Everything is right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. you know what it reminds me of Donald? Yeah. Abraham and Sarah with Hagar. <laughs> yeah, Abraham yeah, yeah, yeah. thought, oh, look at 
look at them playing together. They look so nice. Oh, the yeah. world is good. Everything yeah. is good. Yeah. And Sarah's like, kick her out the camp. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And then and he had to go, God had to come and tell him because he thought everything was peaches and cream. Yeah. And he said, your wife is right. right? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. sometimes as men, we see the visual because mm -hmm. you're visual creatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you see the visual, like everything is good. Look, house yeah. is taken care of. Mm -hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, you're we we in a nice house. We can, right. we got money, right. and you think that's it. Yeah, yeah. But there's somebody suffering in right. a camp. Who yeah. is it? Is it my yeah. wife? Is it my mm -hmm. kids? Is it my entire family? Totally. You know, what yeah. am I doing that I'm yeah. not catering to them and serving yeah. them? And that, so yeah. yeah, that's usually the deficit. Not always, but for most mm -hmm. men, is I'm gonna pro provide financially, but emotional yeah. support. Yeah is usually yeah. is harder for men especially if they didn't if that wasn't displayed by their fathers and that's oh, a yeah. lot of times not always but that's a lot a of times that's a whole other subject it is it is father mm -hmm. wounds and, and so Donny, here's where you know i guess things begin to take a turn yeah so going on a little over two years now we have the pandemic yeah and so when we're mm -hmm. locked down and mm. locked up yeah. and placed in our homes like long term for a time uh -huh. um that is to me from what I've seen personally and directly and, you know, from what I heard generically, where people's hearts really began to open and come out. Yeah. And so yeah. when you are like almost to the point of martial law here in the States, I'll say of martial law in, in other countries, some countries, but to the point where you literally cannot go places and you're stuck in your home, like, so you're there with your family. And when I look back, you know, cause hindsight is always 2020, right? When I look back, you know, <laughs> I know the pandemic was, you know, not what we wanted as a people, like a yeah. global urban people, like on the planet, right? But it's like, you know, there were some hardships to come along with that. But if there's at least one upside of many that came with the pandemic, it was the fact to reunite and to mm, rekindle family. and to yeah. I'm going to say mm -hmm. with my wife first and then our children afterwards and let's just say as a family all together because we were stuck in a place where it's like all we had was us because we can't go anywhere yeah. you know yeah. not to say that was the intent to begin with and so when that you're mentioning something about emotional support and that's something that i'm just gonna go out and say that it is learned from a male perspective because generically speaking most men don't tick that way. They're not wired that way, mm -hmm. you know, to offer emotional support. And so it is something that you pick up. It is something that you learn over time. Mm -hmm. And then by the grace of God, it's something that's imparted, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Therefore you do. And so, you know, I'm, I'm blessed because when we were stuck here, that's, I believe was a, a stronger turning point, you know, for the better for our marriage as yeah. well as for our kids. And so yeah. now that we're out of the lockdown, um, we now have our kids going back into the rest of the world. So, our kid, you made the comment that, you know, you were not participating before, like beforehand as much. Yeah. And now it seems like our kids need us now more than ever as believers. Absolutely. So it was really, really good that that mm. happened. And so now we're off to a better start. Mm. That's all I have to say. Mm. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And I think God, God really took that time, I think, to reset so many families. Mm -hmm. and, there's, and, and there's, you know, both, both sides of it. You know, I, th I think what happens is sometimes, you know, whether it's in the family or it's in the marriage, you know, right. uh, a lot of people would would use work or other outlets. And we've talked a little go. bit about this as opportunities to leave the problems uh, and not face them. So sure. Uh, sure. in many ways, it put us, people in a position to to focus on that. And I, and I think that 
but for for many to not just just be on the downside of that and uh, on the upside yeah. like you're saying right. Corey, there is that right. i think it really did put so much in perspective it was like hey at the end yeah. of the day the core sure. of what we truly need and what god has put in front of us is right. our spouse our kids our family you know and yeah. what can we do yeah. and I, I think like you said the benefit of that coming out of that is wow right. how has that reshifted our focus and said hey let's yeah. come back yes. to the source let's come back to yes. the heart of this and the way that god mm. intended it uh and moving yeah. forward not just yeah. jump back to that busyness of life where we Big kind of come ignore on, the problems let's yeah. come together let's come together and oh, face yes. them together yeah so and, I, I think right. we do. Right. and that's that's a word for some people for 2022 because mm-hmm. i've mm-hmm. caught myself and i've seen others where everybody slowed down in 2020 2021 mm-hmm. yeah. it was still kind of but now everything's opening back up and all of a sudden we're starting to f- the speed of life and the busyness <laughs> of our schedules and all yep, these things yep. are starting to happen again and go, okay, you know, yeah. are we going to be like the Israelites who God's oh, like, boy. hey, mm. do this. And then, oh, I'm going to just forget mm. that. And like <laughs> over and over, like you'll do judges. It's like every single time. And it's just like, what are we doing? Like how many times do I have to tell you this? You know, and so I, you know, that's something for, you know, if you're listening in, you go, yeah, if that resonates with you and you go, yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember when God was recalibrating, was prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Okay, like here, here's here's a check base now. Okay, mm-hmm. we're two years out. How is it? I, I get it. I get yeah. maybe life's a little bit different. Obviously, we're not probably as you know in, in a bubble as we were before. But did we go exactly right. back to what it was before, or have we there found this happy mm-hmm. medium to actually prioritize the things of God and what God has yes. called each and every one of us individually yes. to prioritize? Yes. Yeah, mm. totally agree. Mm. Totally, totally agree. Um, something you guys said earlier too. So you talked about you, you, you know, Brandy. You were mentioning some um, examples of ways that you guys prioritized your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, Corey, you were kind of talking about the really the spiritual aspect. What are some, you know, just applicable ways, like in everyday life, that spiritually. Yeah. That they that that husband and wives can can do that. What does that look like, um, both individually and also with community? Like, what what are tangible things? Spiritually, yeah. When you say spiritually, like you're like like go ahead. Gro- growing <laughs> growing your relationship with Jesus as a yeah. as an individual and as a couple, mm-hmm. keeping God to the mm-hmm. forefront and the center. Because we say that right, mm-hmm. like like we say, yeah. it, but like, yeah. what does that what does look that like? look like? Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say right off. Um, we're we're about to be married 18 years next month. Woo-hoo! Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> and so I mean, um, we're not we're I'm not gonna say we're we're at that 18 year old where we're becoming adults in marriage, right? Because like 18, it. that's when okay, what you gonna do? Like, all right, this is your life now. What you gonna do with it? That's you know, because cool. that's, that's the cool talk we're gonna it. be having with my son. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're going to college. You, no, no more baby, baby steps and not paying rent up in here, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but how are we still going to be with him and, you know, whatever he needs. But yeah. now going up on 18 years, it, it seems like there's a shift that's happening mm-hmm. in the beginning. We would have Bible study together, you know, um, we would uh, pray together. Mm-hmm. You know, we had these set times, right? Because we had to be practical. We was, we was in. We was in elementary, you know, that's the elementary marriage. Right. And so we would set schedule on, you know, our devotions and doing this. And then we start having kids. And so then you got that, 
that um, junior high, right? So the, the six, six to eight years oh, of yeah. marriage, you know, we had kids, we had my son, he was growing up, he's seven, eight, then we had our second son. And so we had to divide our time, right? Because it couldn't just be us no more. We had to invite family into yeah, it yeah. and show them the way of Christ. So now my kids at an early age, they started Bible, they do devotion in the morning, right? They say they pray on their own. When we were gone having us a little daytime in California a few weeks ago, my son was praying with my youngest and my and his grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, and doing devotion with them. Like, come, yeah. on, come on guys, let's pray. Yeah, the morning awesome. and night he prayed with them. Yeah, yeah. And so now as we mature in our marriage, not that we, cause I, we know people with 36 years oh, married, God, they yeah. double our time, right? right. Now yeah. we're, we're learning balance. And so of course I have my time with God, but one of the things mm. we have is called a powwow. He mm. have his individual time with God. I mm. have my individual time with God. Mm. We pray together, you know, mm. as a family. But one thing when you have boys, my husband is molding them and I let him do that. Mm. And he pray with them by himself. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, that's mm -hmm. their time together. It's due time. He pray. He <laughs> right. let them pray. My husband, ever since I've been knowing him, he get up, get on his knees every morning, never missed it, sure. and, and spend time with mm. God. I spend time with God on a whole nother level than yep, him yep, yep. or different, you know, different, I shouldn't say level, but on a different side of him, I'm right, doing I'm my devotion it. with myself, mm -hmm. but we have yeah. a powwow when yeah. we get to talk about God, what God is doing. Yeah, yeah. We get to have, you yeah. know, exciting conversations mm -hmm. just about the goodness of God yeah. and plan out what we feel God, God idea, not mm -hmm. our idea, but mm -hmm. God ideas. Yeah. And you know, that excites us. We don't have a right. boring marriage, mm -hmm. you right. know, where right. it's like, did you pray? Let's read Philippians. Oh. You know what? Go read Philippians on your time. Can we? Yeah. No, but you know, now it's more we're intuitive and we talk about God. We strengthen each other. Yeah. We affirm each other mm -hmm. in a yeah. marriage, right? Yeah. So I affirm and say, you That's are a good. great man of God. I yeah. just love how God is using your light to shine. You fine when you get to preach it and teach it. You know, so yeah. I affirm him in the Lord as well. Oh man, she want to give me a big kiss right now. I know. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna hang on to that one. I'm gonna hang on to go ahead. That's what, we, that's what we're doing now as we age in marriage. And, yeah. you know, mm. we're still growing separately because there's nothing like not having your own identity as a wife. That's so true. Because usually the husband is is leading. Not that it's not women doing that, but mm -hmm. usually husbands, pastors and teachers and all of that. Right. But I have my own calling as well. There you go. And so you I go. love when he point out God's characteristics in me. Yeah. And yeah. also he point out my purpose to tell me, honey, yeah. you ain't just meant to be at home barefoot. Uh, no, sir. It's no, something to you. Every <laughs> Everyone right. have a purpose. Right. And so he helped me define that. And although I get mm -hmm. a download from God. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. now where we go. at, it's all about purpose, creating. When the kid's gone, I still want to like him and love him. Yes. And so we, 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 we have this thing where we just pour into each other every chance we get yes. and spend time with God. Because if I don't have God, I have this t-shirt. Mm -hmm. I'm ugly without Jesus. If yeah. I don't yeah. have Jesus, That's I'm cool. ugly. Yeah. And so I make sure I devote time with God. And now since we're working from mm -hmm. home together, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> we <laughs> we working from home together. We gotta love each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say real quick, man. Uh, what does that look like? God gave us a mouth to use it. So, oh, give you me together. Go ahead. Ooh, well, good God Almighty, that's uh, that was on there, wasn't it? No, um, you open your mouth, open your mouth to God, open your mouth to your spouse, open your mouth to God, and, and that's 
that's the structure because as you seek the lord and i'm just saying as a man you i think it was donald you made a, a comment earlier that you know um you know sometimes you know it's just hard to like you know balance and juggle just the household itself as a man or father or dad or whatever and so it's the holy spirit that's gonna john 16 lead you into all truth and so as the holy yeah. spirit leads you he's gonna lead you in what to do with your spouse hit your wife and your kids and your job and your ministry and every other thing that you're involved with and so now that we're here you know together i'll pretty much the majority of the time that we're here yeah. uh after i spend time with god then i come and spend time with my wife and when I get some break time, then I spend time with my wife. And and it's, it's that conversation piece. If the conversation is lost, if the vocal piece of law is lost, and if conversation is broken, is then really, right, any relationship is going to fall. So whether it be a marital relationship, a ministerial one, a parental one, an occupational one, any kind of relationship mm. without conversation is, is subject to fall and fail. And so yeah. Yeah. this, but it's not, it's not so... Here's the sweet spot. It's not work. Like, so I look to and look forward to talking to my wife. Mm -hmm. I look to yeah. and look forward to, to telling her. And it's really not just what I conjure up in as much as this is what God gives me and shows me about my wife. And so how insane is it that her primary love language is affirmation and when you do affirm someone that's both encouragement as well as mental support, as well as, you know, giving them openly publicly but openly open to them open to others you know the things that blesses them and push pushes them further and so that's how she receives love that's how she gives love that's how she knows love primarily yeah. and so i'm just like okay but you really are powerful and this really does work for you and these things really are in your future and you're really this close to mm -hmm. getting it like you, you know and whatever that pushes that i can give to her mm -hmm. I'm blessed when she blessed and I love blessing her yeah. and being a blessing to her as well as others, you yeah. know, globally speaking. So yeah. that conversation piece, yes, I have to open my mouth and talk to God, whether it's audible or, or silent, but then I got to open my mouth and have a conversation with my wife. So the conversation both vertically and horizontally, it can never yes. end yes. because if it breaks one way, then something just like blood flow is going to die. You know what I mean? And so I can't yeah. kill my relationship with God. I can't yes. kill my relationship with my wife. And so the conversation has to, you know, be spread multiple mm. ways. So when we talk about that, biblically speaking, um, that's one of the ways that you cleave to your wife. Mm. When you cleave to your wife, yeah. you hang on to your wife, the thing that's going to get you, hey, honey, hey, honey, whether I wiggle my finger or whether <laughs> I tell her audibly, my voice, my vocal expression, well, come, you want to be friends, you want to be friends, anyway, <laughs> no, but uh, when, when I, when I converse with my wife, yeah. that's the introduction and the springboard into me cleaving to her, mm. and mm. so, you know, that, it, it's biblical, it's yeah. practical, it's probably more practical than That's biblical, good. but it is still biblical because I'm making the effort to reach to my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, women don't find men, men find wives, and uh, he who finds a wife. So the whole objective of pursuing her yes. is biblical. It's yes. something with any who. You know, Women yeah. love being pursued, by the way. I just want to put that out there. I'm the only girl on the show. We like to be pursued. Come on and cleave to me, husband. I see what you're you going with that. I see you first, man. 
and, and I, I think I, we all do. But, you know, I think every single yeah, individual yeah. has that desire and that need, especially as a spouse, yes. to be pursued. And you guys said it right on the head, Corey. You said it, that intentionality. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and when you do that, when you foster that in your marriage, it's so sure. important. And something early on, my my wife and I, Nicole, and and I'll credit Nicole with this a lot, is is we we came together and we agreed, especially when problems right. arose that it was going to be, we say this, us against the problem. And I think that's so vital and that's so important because, you know, and and we're learning, we're growing always and we're working together on this. But but what happens so many times is the problem is it's going to happen. Something's going to come up. Something's going to be there. And we let that be the the wedge between us and we're fighting on our own against it or against each other. That is just going to leave us out to dry, you know, and not on that we're fighting together on it. So we have to look at, at, okay, what, what's in front of us? What is the issue? What's the problem? And how, how can I support her and how can she support me? How can I be intentional in what she's going through and to to really invest in that? And I think it's so, so key what you guys are saying there is that investment into one another, that, that spurring one another on towards Christ is so important because if we're, if we're not doing that, we're leaving one another out to dry and nobody, nobody wants to be in that position. Uh, I don't think anybody desires to be put in that position, but, but time you know, like you said earlier, Donald, like it it just, sometimes it's a slow trickle over time but yeah. but really how can we look at what what do we present it in front how can we unite together as god has called us to do mm. bring him in the midst of it and attack it right. together and, and that's 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 whether it's keeping the romance alive whether that is you know figuring out something and in, in the marriage yeah. or in the household financial family is it's us we're a yeah. team we have to those things sink in so yeah i think that's yeah. intentionality that's that's such a big big key and uh, just love, love what you guys said with that. You, you know, know, and what, what just okay. rung to me, and Donald, go ahead, what just hit mm. me was marriage is an investment it that you is. don't mm. have to worry about losing. Yeah, that's Because yeah. it's that's some good. investment, you can lose on it. But when you invest in your marriage, oh my gosh, you're richer in the spirit. You're richer, you know, with with family, joy, love. You're just rich because you have someone to complete that life with and your family Mm. is happy. That's why I say happy wife, happy life. Happy spouse, (laughs) happy house, right? And so when I'm happy, he happy. And when he happy, I'm happy. And so that's an investment that you would never have to worry about losing. Go ahead, Doc. No, I I was, was, uh, you were going exactly where I was at so you just you know took yeah. point one for my three-point sermon so that worked that worked perfectly <laughs> um, but no I I think you know what just the way you guys are are talking about I think is on point um and just to shift because I, I think you know we've been so me and my wife have been married nine years right so we're, we're nice. happy y'all nice. um, and i think like we're we're starting to learn that intentionality and mm-hmm. uh we don't have it all together but i think yeah i'm also as i'm hearing you i'm he- hearing like okay like different things that i can get convicted mm-hmm. about okay this is something we can do better but then also that i'm sure. also think at the same time thinking back to you know, yeah. previous years and like maybe how oh, we were missing Lord. the mark. And, and yeah. here's the, here's yeah. the interesting thing. And you hit it right on the head with the investing is yeah. our yeah. first ministry is our family. <laughs> and so when you look at there New Testament crip- scriptures, right? I almost said scriptures, yeah. like, like, hold on. Like, about, to, <laughs> about to hang out gang symbols. My old, my old home is yeah. from yeah, Boston. Yeah, Be, careful. Be careful. Be <laughs> careful. 
I remember one time. I remember one time one of my boys. So I'm from like I'm from Brockton, which was like you know it's not you know this is where I'm from. And one of my boys did gave me daps yeah. with like a, a gang symbol, and I was like literally after I was like I am not associated. Uh, anyway, so, sorry. That's that's what made me think of that. I just got way ADD. So Listen, again, we get it. we're from we're from St. Louis. You're from St. Louis. Hey, hey, hey. I'm like. Yeah, people, people, you know, my, you know, Donald Horseman doesn't sound like it. You know, I got, anyways, we won't go there. But anyways, moving on. They don't know where I'm from. Okay, so, but anyways, it's our first ministry. So in New Testament scripture, we see, we see several times um, where they're just talking about the family, like, especially when it comes to like elders in the church and like, hey, like if you don't have that together, like you, you, you can't be worrying about anything else. If you don't have your, your wife and your kids. Yeah, so, right, so right, right, here's, right. here's what we have to look at. The same way we look at investing into, <clears throat> into crypto, into stocks, the, the same way. way we look at into pouring into our, our job yeah. and our work. Here's another one. This yeah. is a big one, especially for our church people. Yeah. The same way the Lord gives us a word of knowledge for somebody at a revival Ooh. service Ooh. or or when we're praying for a homeless person or when Ooh. we're discipling some youth in, in youth group, God <laughs> wants that ministry in yeah. our homes. That come he on, wa- come and, on. And, and, and it's a, it's a <laughs> shift in mentality because yeah. we are a lot of, at least if you're a Christian, you're raised Christian, you have this religious mindset of this is the arena that those right. work of God happen in, yeah. but it's not. It's actually like there's a great opportunity. And the, ch- the oh challenging God. thing is because of because yeah. of closeness and proximity, it's a, it, it, it can be a little bit more challenging because you're yeah. like so used to somebody being there and it might be a little bit awkward because yeah. you know everything versus like, yeah. hey, I have a prayer for somebody that I barely see or this is the first <laughs> time I met them. And so really for, for people you know listening or, or watching on YouTube to this this uh, conversation, that would be a, a a challenge that I would I would ask of you to go like, hey, you know, have you have you kind of bottlenecked where go. God can use you, and have have yeah. you have you put yourself in like, oh well, God can use me where I'm serving here, or God yeah. can use me on this service here, but you've actually missed Whoa. the greatest opportunity you that go. you have. Me and Brennan yeah. talk about this because he's a youth pastor. I'm a former youth pastor. Yeah. When it comes, nice. we yeah. talked about this a couple episodes ago. I yeah. I have as yeah. a youth pastor, I had an hour and a half with 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 my parents' kids. Right, like I only right. had an hour and a half with them, but they have tens if not hundreds of hours of opportunities with them to make an go. impact yep. that'll be way greater than anything I can do. And so yeah, we absolutely. have to also look at that and go, okay, yes, we might be discipling somebody. We might be pouring into people. We might be yeah. surfing our local church or a pastor, but don't forget home. Don't forget yeah, the best yeah. opportunity. That same way starts. God has yeah. used you somewhere else, preacher, yeah. that same yeah, way yeah, God yeah. has used you, yeah. you know, like to, to love on somebody, he yeah. wants to use you in the pulpit of your home. I'll tell you this story because yeah. you guys haven't heard it, and then I'm going to stop on my tangent. I was in <laughs> Dallas, Texas, and I was getting my hair cut at Walmart because um, I was a broke, broke young person, and I was like, hey, 
a ten dollar haircut with a little bit of a tip, I can do that. And there was this woman <laughs> that was cutting my hair at the at the barber shop at Walmart, and she had this Ed Hardy dress on. She was super cool, and she was Southern. And we she began to cut my hair, and she was actually like ministering to me. And I'm starting nice. to cry while I'm getting my hair cut. And I'm just like, and I'm in ministry school and I'm just like, what is going on? And I'm just like, this is, thank you so much for this haircut. You know what I'm saying? This is way better than the sports clips one where they give you the massages. It's way better than sports clips. And I'll never forget what she said because I was like, I said, hey, thank you. Like it really, really spoke to me. And she's talked about how she's had opportunities to do that. And she said this phrase, she goes, honey, with that Southern accent, right? She goes, honey. This is my pulpit. And she had this understanding of that God had placed her in this spot, that this is the pulpit that her life would preach from. And I think some people need to hear today that God has placed a pulpit in your home, in your living room, in your bedroom for you to preach the story of Jesus by how you love, by how you listen, by how patient you are, by how you pray, by how you don't rush life, that you actually have a sensitivity of the Holy Spirit to have a good gauge on how your marriage is, how your kids are, how you are. And I think that's something that even for me, I can miss sometimes, right? Is like that is an opportunity that God has given us that we have forgotten is an opportunity. Yeah. Mm, Amen. Donald. And, and then he just preached. Hey, before you extend the invitation, uh, God will make it a moving pulpit because wherever you are, you bring yeah. the spirit of Christ with you. And, and that's so, what that lady yeah. was saying. Uh, don't, totally. And, so, and, yep. oh, oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm there. I think, I think, because listen, I'm getting out. <laughs> I, I think we have this ministry all misconstrued because we yes. see the four walls, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. to understand, even in a marriage, marriage is ministry. It is. I remember mm-hmm. me and my husband, we had a conference with the Casos, and it was, ooh, we had so much fun, and it was funny, but it was good, but we was ministering. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. off that line. I got two phone calls from single people. Yeah, yeah. And they was crying. And I'm like, I'm confused. We have fun. We have fun. <laughs> Why are yeah. you crying? Yeah. And that was a fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of them was crying and said, I pray that not that they was coveting our marriage, but mm-hmm. I pray for a mate that loved me like your husband loved you. Mm-hmm. And wow. I pray for a marriage that's healthy. Yeah. And so yeah. I was sitting there like, mm-hmm. okay, God, all right, I'm trying to understand this. Help me understand this. And he said, your marriage is anointed. Mm-hmm. Amen. How do you make a marriage anointing? You think people is anointing, but mm-hmm. actual marriage is anointing. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. why? When you invest in that marriage mm-hmm. and when you pour into yeah. that marriage and you minister to your spouse and your spouse minister to mm-hmm. you and you pray together, you love on one mm-hmm. another. You 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 know what? Humble yourself in a marriage because everybody yeah. want to be right. Come on. What happened was at first our marriage was not our marriage was against ministry because we was uh, first five years our marriage was H E double hockey stick. And ditto. Okay? Did I say ditto? It was ditto. horrific. <laughs> it was horrific because we had to die to self. Yes. And yes. then we had to submit to the call of God. Yes. And wow. then we had to also be transparent with people yeah. to help them yeah. and yeah. not try to wear masks. It's too right. many masks in the church yeah. and people not being delivered in their marriage. And that's why there are so many divorces because yeah. we're trying to make marriage look good. No yeah. Yeah. marriage. You mm. have to sacrifice. Yes. 
You have yeah. to sacrifice because what did it say? It said, love your wife like Christ of the church. You're willing to die for it. You're willing yeah. to sacrifice for it. So marriage yeah. is built on sacrifice. And then wives submit to your own husband. Right. Yeah. I, you know, you're like, yeah. oh, I got to listen. Yes, you have to listen to your <laughs> husband. But then it also says, yeah. submit you one to another, right? Yes. So how do you balance all yeah. of this? You saying yeah. he just he he just got to love me and I have to submit. Or how does that work? Mm -hmm. You know what? When you come into that time where you have to yeah. humble yourself, minister to your husband, your husband minister to you. You talk to God concerning your marriage. I lay hands on my husband every day. Yeah. Every day. Yes, I'm talking does. and he usually he sleep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unless mm -hmm. there's something going on. I have to pray with him right then and there, mm -hmm. but I lay hands on yeah. him and I'm telling you, I don't have to nag him. I don't yeah. have to say anything. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, he come to me, you know what, honey? I believe the Lord is saying this. I'm like, come on, Jesus. I didn't have to nag. I didn't have to get mad. Yeah. I didn't have to leave the house. I didn't have to argue. I yeah. just pray. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, he come to me and I'm pretty sure he do the same thing because he always praying for his wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I say that to say it's ministry anywhere we go. Mm -hmm. awesome. It's mm -hmm. ministry, yeah. you know? And so we have to get out of this. Oh, yeah. just the four walls and we fake until we make it. Let mm -hmm. me tell you something. Whatever chance we get in our marriage, outside yes. of our yes. marriage, we're ministering to someone tell them about the yeah. goodness of Jesus and how he set us free. Yeah. How God, if, if it wasn't for Jesus, we would be divorced. We oh would be in that number of people mm -hmm. divorced. Tell it, tell okay. Because yeah. I was like, bye, Paul. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, when I humble myself, right. when I mm -hmm. humble, now yeah. our marriage speak volumes. Now it's anointed. Yeah. The people crying when they just see us on camera. It ain't us. It don't have nothing to do with us. Yeah. It's because our submission to the Lord and yes. submission yes. to yes. one another. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you bring it back full circle because a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. Yeah. So we don't yeah. make the anointing. We don't manufacture it. We don't even no. earn it. God comes Some in. Some people and try. Some people try. They have yeah. fake Holy Ghost. Oh. Some people try to manufacture, manufacture the Holy Ghost. But that, anyway, that's on episode two. That's on brand talk. But, you know, to that comment, though, you know, as God comes in and once we humble yeah. ourselves, because yeah. I got to humble myself and I can't be prideful. I can't be arrogant as a husband. I can't even be in a position to uh, to love right when I'm out of place. And so when I am in a position so that I can lower myself to God, then God has the capacity to come in and he got the capacity to show me what he wants so it can be the marriage that he wants it to be. Mm. And so when mm. he's invited in, Nothing can break that core. Yeah. When he's yeah. invited in, nothing can break her, break me, break us, stop this, or undo anything that God has done because he's invited in. Yeah. Therefore, the marriage yeah. is anointed. So it is really by yeah. choice. Mm -hmm. But then, too, you know, it's perspective as well. So, yeah, as you, brother, <laughs> you, uh, you know, I know you, I know now you were a pastor and you really? still are a pastor. <laughs> yes, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like, as you said, yeah. it's like you can't keep that mindset or perspective within the four walls yeah. no the walls they mm -hmm. go up and they come down you leave you come back and then they come up and, and so yeah you're always mm -hmm. entering and exiting like it's not permanent and it's not just only mm -hmm. for there and so when you're saying that you yeah. know hopefully by the grace of god this begins to shift people's believers mm -hmm. mindsets so yeah. that they can understand that everything mm -hmm. that god placed in you is multi-passionate multi-functional for any different facet of life yeah mm -hmm. yeah you mm -hmm. can't just stay stuck in four walls you know, you have to make a part mm -hmm. two. You're gonna have to clip this because oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. just make one segment out of this. I <laughs> <laughs> part two. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And and you know, and I've shared with uh, you guys really don't know my story as much uh, with this, and I a lot of our mm -hmm. listeners do. But I was in so I was in part time ministry for you know over 
you know, over five years full time uh, yeah, for another true. five years. And so really, I, I, I lost track of things. I, I fell um, into sin. I, I, I fell just away from prioritizing God and, and really um, the, the ministry uh, really fulfilling, uh, fulfilling me more than Jesus. Right. And so I lost track and really I, I had to step away to really put my marriage and my kids yeah. Uh, focus and get and, and my relationship with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And recalibrate. Yeah. And I could yeah. say, yeah. and as you guys were talking, I never thought of it like this before. Yeah. But I can honestly say it during the the harder parts of that season. And I'm, you know, our marriage has never been healthier now. But during the harder parts I of that it. season, mm-hmm. I probably spent more time investing into sermons than I did my wife. Ooh, mm-hmm. Come on, and yeah. and we got to be we, we got to be really really careful mm-hmm. because I, I'm prepping I'm prepping this message, right? Yeah. And and I'm yeah. putting all this time in, and mm-hmm. I'm doing all this stuff for other people, and I and I'm missing I'm missing the sermon of my marriage. I'm missing the sermon yeah. of my life of yeah. really living it out. And so yeah. you know I I'm at a at a point so now good. where I'm I'm in this journey right of of mm-hmm. just that mm-hmm. recalibration. I'm. Yeah. gonna speak a sunday morning message at my home church nice. and i just i just nice. attend next next month for the first Woo! time in two years yeah. right yeah. and but but for me i mean that is that's a call for anybody and it and guys don't right. get me wrong it, it's it's not just for those who are in let's say full-time vocational ministry it's mm-hmm. it's where are you investing your time where are you there investing you your 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 energy and if yeah. It, you know, it's, it's the great, I say it almost every podcast, when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And for some yeah. of you, you go like, Hey, I'm, I'll never forget this. And, and then, uh, I know we're, we're getting close to time. So I'll have you guys say some final thoughts. Um, yes. I remember, uh, my lead pastor, I was serving at the one that Brennan is at the church Brennan's at right now. He was talking oh, to me about a situation with a couple and how, um, she was, she was mad because he worked so much and he was never around. And he tells me, he goes, Donald, he goes, the issue is, is that they decided to have this giant home that was a lot of money and he has to work all of these hours. So, so here's the deal y'all like, I get it. There are some responsibilities, but also there is repercussions with our choices. And so like, what are, what are we, like, what are we prioritizing? Like what is God calling us to do? Like, let's, let's really analyze our life. And I'm not saying for you to sell your house, but I'm saying like, Hey, like what decisions have you made? Right. That now these are the repercussions. Okay. So now what are you going to do about it? Like what changes can you make to reprioritize this, prioritize your kids, yeah. focus on your spiritual health, focus on your yeah. your wife or your husband's spiritual health, focus on your mm. relationship, yeah. your date night, yeah. you know, how yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's so important for all married couples to minister to yeah. each other, but also to yes. do ministry together in some capacity, mm-hmm. right? Um, and not always yeah. be yeah. separate from things. So, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I guess in final thoughts, you know, from from you guys, just in general, of like yeah. what what you'd want to leave people just when it comes to their marriage, um, yeah. how to continue to grow it, how to not, you know, be like those people that have been married for 30 years or for those maybe who aren't even in marriage yet, but might be heading soon. You know, what, what are those Mm -hmm. things that, that you would, you would give them? Mm. Yeah. You go first. Sure. Um, I hope to make this as brief as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I hope. Always <laughs> agree. Good. Always agree. Always agree. Mm. Um, How can two walk together except you, they agree? You know, Sorry. And, and then on top of that, you know, if and when you agree, the blessings come. Mm. And when you agree, the Lord is invited. So through marriage, the agreement piece of the marriage is definitely one of the keys that's going to cause you success. And that whole conversation piece number two. The whole conversation mm-hmm. piece, it, it ha- it, it's, it's almost like either fuel or blood. Like it has to happen. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be active. It has to be current. It has to be real. It just got to be there because if the conversation yeah. drops, then that's when things begin to taper off At, from, I'm going to say man to man, man to man. And to any men out there who might be watching this platform, I'm going to be completely vulnerable and completely open and completely public to you. I will ask the Lord more times than fewer, sometimes throughout the day, if not every day, and if not in that, every other day, Lord, I need you. Watch this. Lord, let me follow you. And Lord, show me how to follow you. And when I'm asking God to to lead me and let me follow him, then I'm inviting him in so that he can show me what it is that he wants. It's it's in so many words that I'm asking God to turn on all the notifications, turn on all the alarms, turn on every other awareness and observation as a man that I can know how to balance my wife, how to balance my kids, how to balance the ministry, balance the job, balance the public, balance everything, because there's only one person that's going to show you the balance, and that is the father himself. And so as I'm asking God that, that's, that's my opening my mouth upward, verbally, you know, or vertically, you know, so before I open my mouth to my wife, I have to go to God first. And when I make up the mm-hmm. choice and make the decision to include him in my day and all my doings, then that's yeah. when he, by his spirit, will begin to speak and lead. And then now the ball is in my court for me to obey. But it's like he's helping me and let it be easy for me to follow because he showed me firsthand when he shows me firsthand what exactly that thing is that I want him to do. And so, you know, if there are any men out there, I don't know if you ever asked it like that. I don't even know what your verbiage is or your exchange to the Lord is, but asking God to let you follow him and asking God to lead you and asking God to, you can ask him anything. And that's what he wants. That's what he desires. I'm doing yeah. a little study. And, and God, he said, if I be lifted up, uh, I will draw all men uh, to me. But he said that in a subjunctive way, in a subjunctive tense. And what that means is that it was almost like, man, man, if I had a million dollars, I know I pay my bills, man. I get a, it's like he, it was out of a sense of desire. Mm-hmm. And so uh, mm-hmm. he desires for us to come to him. He desires for us to pray to him. He desires for us to commune with him. That's why he say, if I stand at the door and knock, and if any man let me in, then he'll come in and he'll sup with that person. So he desires our communion. We can commune with her until we commune with him. And so we learn it vertically before it goes out horizontally. And that's all I have to say about Mm. that. Yeah, we can yeah. just open up the doors to the church. But I would say, and I would leave this um, yeah. for women and singles. Um, in this hour, it's really time for the women to return to their first love. Come on now. Come and on, begin on, to love on God like never before. Yeah. Back in the mm-hmm. Bible, mm-hmm. they would have women that just will, right? 
They would just, well, they just go before God and they just cry out to God. We need to bring back the wailing women to just cry out to God mm-hmm. for the nations, for our household, for mm-hmm. the schools and the churches mm-hmm. and the you know, and and that's any like singles. We're so quick to just want to get married. You know, yeah, um, we 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 have to go to God and say, God, what's your will for my yeah. life? Because just like Paul, yeah. it was never inserted that he had a wife. His his ministry totally was uh, was doing the work of the Lord and building of disciples and apostles yeah, yeah. Um, to plant and build. And I think that maybe just maybe just maybe that is the desire. But I know that everyone desired to have a mate. Right. Yeah. But I was that type of person before my husband. Yeah. I was not trying to get married. I said I ain't even with marriage. I, I was like, bye. OK. When my husband even came to me and said, God said that I was his wife. I said, you need to go back and pray. <laughs> she did. Go back and talk to God. OK. And you know what? God, that was God saying, you know what? I trust you then. Right. Mm. Because I wasn't trying to oh, everybody get married. I want to get married. I want to get yeah. married. Mm. No, I was great being single because I was doing things for the Lord. I had just sure got saved. I was on fire. I was traveling, going to conference. I was doing everything up under the sun right. when it comes to Christ. I was mm. ministering to people. I was laying hands. I was going to the projects, yeah. bringing them out of the projects. Dope heads, people that was heroin addicts was being delivered. I was so focused mm. on God. And that's what the Bible says. If you are single, there's more time with the Lord. You're married to the Lord. Yeah, sure. Right. Because once you get married now, you have these earthly desires now you have to minister to your husband now you have these kids i mean you know it becomes chaos in a good way right and so you have time with god and so i would say for singles just begin to pour into god and love on god like Mm -hmm. never before and if he can trust you with that he will trust you with his son he will trust you with the one that he's bringing to you he would trust you with your mate but first why don't you see god and one more thing just for married Women, I would just say this. Ask God, teach me how to love him. Mm, I like that. Mm. I I ask God all the time how to love my husband. Yeah. How you know, you know, I just want to make sure I'm I'm handling his king right. Mm. Right? Amen. I just want to make sure that I'm not treating him how I don't supposed to treat him. God, teach me how to love him. And then as a a mother, teach me how to raise my sons. Right. Mm. Lord, mm-hmm. help me because yeah. I don't get it right all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, my mm-hmm. mouth is a loose cannon sometimes. Mm-hmm. So God, teach me how to parent yeah. and teach me how to love yeah. my husband. Teach me how to be a good wife. Teach yeah. me how to be a friend. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know so many. I ain't yeah. going to even go there. There's so many people. They don't even know how to love people because yeah. they've been hurt. And a lot oftentimes yeah. when you put two broken people together, yeah. it's damaging. Right. And so we had to heal. Mm -hmm. We had to Mm -hmm. heal from father wounds, mother Mm -hmm. wounds so that we can Mm -hmm. minister and love each other like Mm -hmm. we do now. And also I had to be delivered from the mother and father wounds. So I'd be able to raise my sons, good men, godly men of God that loves God. And they pray and they prophesy to my kids. Okay, my (laughs) son, two weeks ago, 16 years old, about to be 17, went down to the altar on his own and rededicated his yeah. life back to God. We didn't yeah. even know what was going on. Right. Okay. Awesome. And so I say this to say, mm-hmm. just ask God, teach, teach, teach you how mm-hmm. to love your spouse, mm-hmm. teach you how to raise your kids, teach you how yeah. to just be a good wife Amen. Yeah. and also teach you how to love God like yes. never before. Yes. Love yes. him first. When you love him first, all those other things will be added. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. All these things yeah. will be Come added. On. Come on. And Come so on. just have Go a good. heart to God. Yeah. That's it. Have a heart yeah. for God. 
You know, your heart yeah. posture towards God needs to be good and genuine. I need a bullhorn. <laughs> How you like, man? That was just explosive. <laughs> uh, what, what, what is that? I, I don't have one. Somebody play it. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. I love it. No, that's awesome. I know there's so much. We'll have to have you guys come back, and we'll have to. We'll definitely have to do a part two on that because there's, there's totally for sure. Will there's a, there's yeah. a ton there, but um. Yeah. But yeah, we just want to thank thank y'all for your time um, yeah. and, and you everything guys. that uh, you know that that you guys ha- have yeah. done uh, just for the yes. kingdom and uh, mm-hmm. even just for joining our yeah. podcast. And uh, mm-hmm. tell tell them where to find you again. You know, website, YouTube. To tell them one more time. Go okay, go to the Spoken Truth Talk Show on all social media platforms. The Spoken Truth Talk Show. We have a website. Yeah. Um, TheSpokenTruth.org. Yeah, www.thespokentruth.org. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> um, but The Spoken Truth Talk Show on YouTube and Facebook. We go live 7 p.m. every Fridays, um, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, Central Standard Time, mm-hmm. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm sorry because they're in... Um, so they're 6 p.m. Yeah, they 6 p.m. Oh, my God, too many time zones. <laughs> but, yeah, check us out on The Spoken Truth Talk Show. Yes. And and they have also a really great uh, apparel too, some really cool gear as well. He so, did my uh, website, yeah. yeah I, I did do that, yeah. But they, <laughs> they have all the oh, they have all the cool design and stuff. So, <laughs> well, uh, awesome. like, once again, thank you guys so much for your time and everybody yes. listening. Uh, thank y'all. Once, uh, make sure to you subscribe on YouTube. Also, we're yes. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hope you guys have oh, a nice. blessed week, and we will see yes. you next week. See you guys later.